Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. DJ Bright lights shining, our brain on the bandit. Built Cadillac, panoramic, no panties. Old school, 755, granddaddy. Gotta throw the salt on the cause you know I'm getting at it. Throw the fork on it, then put it in traffic. Throw the sauce on it, gotta flying out of Dallas. Hope you didn't do it to yourself, that's tragic. Hope you didn't throw it away, but we established. Hope you went turn your back on your family. Way the nigga look around here, they are backstabbing. Word for your motherfucking brother, y'all nigga. I just wanna see you happy, I just wanna see you happy. Coming through the cut like a known grand reaper. Got to get straight and it's trying to get a little Avoid legal snags by telling people that they're being recorded. Uh, <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah, the- that's what just popped up. This is a clip record. That's pretty funny. Because yeah, on the stage, it's a, you, like lots of states, you have to tell the other person. <laughs> yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Minnow, and as always, I'm joined by the beige bandit himself, <clears throat> Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today in day 42 of the quarantine? Yo, is it been, No, it's not 42. No, nah, it's, been, it's, it's been a month. It's like day 32 or some shit like is that. Is it up like the not like all the essentials only open type thing? <laughs> man, every week you ask me about this. I don't oh, know, yeah, man. Start- all I'm telling you is that it's been a month, all right? <laughs> Day 30, whatever. Who cares? You just know we've been in quarantine for a long ass time. <laughs> I need a hard date. I need to know exactly Why, how- Why does that matter? I don't know, man, because they're already losing, like, touch of reality with, like, <laughs> the days and the weeks and, like, how much time has gone by. Like, man, April's flown by now. March seems so long. Like, I don't know. Dude, yeah, March seemed like a, a whole year in of itself. And what? It looks like, I mean, are we are we going to be locked down until July or what? I don't think it's going to be that long, but it is feeling like it's at least, it's at least going till June. That's for sure. What are the screets saying? <laughs> what I've heard is that it's going till June, according to my boy Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you see his most recent tweets? Like, he's yeah, he's talking about he's talking about liberating America. Yeah, like certain states. This guy's actually full on like cheerleading for like a civil war. <laughs> Liberate Virginia and save your great Second Amendment. It is yeah. under siege. 
Like, that's insane, that. Like, America's already gun crazy. Now you have the president foaming at the mouth telling Michigan, Minnesota, and Virginia to liberate themselves. Like, what? And honestly, the weirdest thing is me just rolling over, looking at my phone, and like, huh. Like, another day, another dollar. Like, <laughs> not, like the president is, like, inciting a civil war, essentially. And see, it's just a blip on the radar. <laughs> see, I would take this as a joke if it was, like, maybe not any other country. But if it's, like, Canada or whatever, like, I wouldn't really care that much. But the libertarians in America are no joke. Like, these guys don't play around. They will definitely go out into the streets with their guns and start trying to liberate shit on their own if they have oh. to. There's, like, millions of people who are, like, preparing for, like, um, that want this to happen. Oh, yeah. They've been waiting. They they want a reason to use their guns. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a secret whatsoever. Dude, I was talking, like, I had my first, I was talking to this, like, older guy who's, like, a neighbor or whatever. And, like, with my first experience of him, like, of, like, someone actually be, like, face-to-face, like, old boomer being, like, talking about, like, how it's a liberal media, like, making up this disease, like, face-to-face, like, honestly, I always think I'm going to be so, like, good at being confrontational and be like, you're stupid and, like, wrong, but I could just, like, literally just don't want to say anything or start anything, and then just listen to this, like, Trump guy, like, and he, like, he was so off-base on everything he said, but so convinced that he was right, that I was like, it was just, like, a surreal experience, like, he was, like, counting the numbers, like, it's, like, the flu shot, like, everything he was saying was just complete fucking nonsense, and any person was, like, a reasonable, like, head on the shoulders would be like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, I couldn't even believe what I was experiencing, like, listening to this guy. And it was just, like, something out of, like, Fox TV. And I was like, all right, man. Have a good day. This is your neighbor? Yeah, I thought it'd be all, like, Twitter hero. Like, you know, like, I show him the facts and the stats and break it down for him, show him why he's wrong and stuff. But my jaw just kind of dropped, like, holy shit. Like, okay. And then I was, like, speechless. So I'm not a hero. I'm an online keyboard warrior, that's for sure. <laughs> no the doubt. Funny, the funniest thing about the Trump supporters though is that they just take his word for anything. Like they don't even fact. Like I mean, so does every other side. Like both sides do this, but for them, it's more so like whatever he tweets goes, no matter what. Like no matter what he says, they will try and find a way to defend it. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. a, you see that you see that zombies picture with the Trump supporters demanding shit be open. Yeah, I was crying at yeah. the accuracy of that. Like That's these so- guys are like, we want to go back to work. What was even happening there? Like. But, like, how brainwashed are we, like, like, at a closed, like, restaurant just screaming for it to be, like, open and just have, like, the mega hat and, like, white women foaming at the mouth? I love how they bring their children to the rallies, too, and, like, make it seem like their children are up on the the facts of, like, what's happening. But it's clearly just, like, brainwashing at its finest. Yeah, no shit, man. Like, it was wild, man. It's, like, surreal. I don't know, like. Everything feels like a weird, lucid dream right now. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's a weird time. Like this a, is the new normal. Yeah, like, it's, it's, I man, like, I hate it because everyone's like, oh, 2017 sucked. 2000, but 2020 is literally a fever dream. Like, it's wild. Like, it feels like I've had the flu for four months and, like, I'm not really sure what's fake or what's not. But even, like, even that, even that, the situation that we're in right now, yes, it's crazy, but even before that, our lives weren't necessarily normal either and in, in with like social media and the way that we we're being manipulated in that way too. Like that shit wasn't essentially no, normal when you think about yeah. it. We've been on track for this, but it's still just like, yeah, I don't know. Like obviously every, like lots of shit's weird, but like now just like everything's literally hitting the fan the last like six months. Yeah. It's almost like surreal. Like I get, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not surprising really when you look at the last like four years, but yeah, I think everything post 2015, it's just been really weird. 
Yeah. What like, do you think about it? It's honestly, it's been on track since I remember following like Trump's thing. I was like, okay, there's no way he'll win primaries. Like, okay, there's no way he'll win, win as like the Republican. And it's like, okay, no way he'll win as president. And the next <laughs> thing you know, he's actually fucking president. And the next thing you're saying is like, oh, there's no way he'll do two, like two turns. And he's for sure fucking doing two turns. <laughs> he's so. about to do two turns. Yeah, right yeah. Like, it's like in a, like a brisk, like walk. It's going to be easy. So I don't know, man. This is all a fever dream and I'm just wait, waiting to wake up. This is episode 52 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you happen to get your podcasts. We are on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. I always forget that last one. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to open up with the random discussion because we were talking about birthdays before we started recording this. I just hate the stupid birthday story on Instagram where people have to put happy for one post and then birthday for the second post and then two for the third post. It's just, it's like, it's so, um, what's the word I'm looking for where you're really conceited about yourself? Uh, vain? Yeah, it's very vain and like no one, no one cares about your one friend that like nobody else really knows about. I mean, maybe there are some people who do, but for the most part, like just keep it to one or two or three posts most. Like, I don't need to see you put up like 20 different story clips of your friends doing stuff with you guys for their birthday. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. Like I've, I've done a couple pictures, like, like, like if I have a funny picture of my friends and I'll put it like posted and stuff, but like even on my, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. Like That's fine. If you do a funny one and it's just like the one or the two or the three, like I'm cool with it. I don't like the people who do like a 20-story Instagram and it's like you know the person's not really about that shit. Like yeah. it's just bullshit behind the, behind the cover. Also because you know what's a real conundrum is the fact that Instagram doesn't tell you when it's a user's birthday the way Facebook did. So – I always have to have a post on my birthday or a story so people know that's my birthday so they can wish me <laughs> my birthday. And I have no shame about that. Like, I always save a picture. Like, come around May, I'm like, this is a birthday picture. And if you look at, like, the last four years of my five years on Instagram, you'll always see a July 22nd post. <laughs> that's because I'm trying to get that, like, attention. I have a great photo that I'm going to use for your birthday now that you reminded me about that. Fuck off. What are you going to do if your birthday's in quarantine? Well, I mean, likely it is going to be in quarantine, but what, what are your birthday plans if your shit goes down during quarantine? I don't, like, I haven't done anything with my, I didn't do anything with my birthday last year. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't know, chill. Like, I honestly hate birthdays. Like, I like getting messages, <laughs> but I don't like dealing with people. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm like, I hope I'm in quarantine for my birthday. Like, yeah, no, I feel you. As I've gotten older, like, birthdays hit less. Way. They don't hit the same, yeah. They don't hit the same as they like did. Like, I had a really, really good 29 with, like, my a couple of my close, like, high school friends. And, like, we just, like, did a beach, like, bike and stuff. And I was like, you know what? That's, like, all I want. And that topped it. Like, I'm, I'm like, turning 30. I don't need to, like, celebrate birthdays anymore. And, like, since then, I have just really haven't done anything. Yeah, so. no, I agree. Anytime I plan, like, my own, I always just get stressed about it. Like, and I, and I always try to make sure that other people are having fun to the point where, like, yeah. I don't necessarily enjoy my birthday. And you don't want to look like, like, you don't want to look like a douche. I've gone to so many birthdays where, like, people didn't show up, and then that person's so sad, like, all day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it always just seems like birthdays almost go worse, like, the bigger they are. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, because yeah, then you get a bunch of like disappointments from certain. Yeah, people like I would just rather get with my homies, go for a drink now, and like whatever. Like, you know what I mean? You know what you you know what you could do for your birthday though. What? You could pay Black China nine hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> to Facetime you. That would so, be a that'd be the ultimate gift. I have nine dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> that's about it. Without maxing out the credit card. Yo, that's wild. You would pay for that. I absolutely would not pay for that bullshit. <laughs> what if you had what if you had a million in the bank right now? Um if I had a million in the bank, then that's a different story. But I still wouldn't <laughs> though. I still even though like I don't have anything to say to Black China, bro. There's yeah. nothing there's nothing that I want to discuss with Black China. There's nothing that I want to ask. Black China, like shout outs to her for getting one up on the Kardashian family. But yeah. other than that, like I could care less. Well, she's and she's got a kid, kid with Tiger, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's her. Is it him? Is it Tiger or was it uh? Oh, uh, you might be right. Maybe it is Tiger. I can't remember who else was dating them that she could have gone. Uh, with. Rob Kardashian. No, it's with Rob. Yeah, yeah, it's with Rob. There we go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, no, I think the kids, one kid's Tigers though. No, 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 I don't think so. Uh, I'm not the expert on their lives, so I don't know, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's not, it's not him. Fair, whatever. But yeah, she's charging nine fifty to FaceTime and two fifty to get a follow back from her on Twitter, <laughs> as if that's worth something. Imagine. Fuck, man. Like, we've lost our way so hard. Paper like, <laughs> fucking... Ah, like, how do you even look at yourself in the mirror? Like, Knowing that you paid $250 for Black China to follow you back. Yeah, or a thousand to take a FaceTime with you. Like, she's not going to do anything that you expect her to. Like, I think people who would pay for this think they're like, oh, she's going to get, like, naked on the screen or whatever. Like, no, that's, that's not happening. What is her obligation in this anyway? She could literally just be like, oh, this is a 30-second call. That's it. And then hang up. And then you just lost 950 bucks. People are insane. You know, there's going to, like, she's, did she say she's already started it? Like, has she got guys to do it? Uh, I don't, I haven't seen if she's actually gotten people to do it, but I did see that she's, like, she's planning on starting this. I'm assuming sometime this week. Wild. Wild. Crazy times, crazy world we live in. This reminds me of, uh, have you seen, like, uh, Rock Nation brunch Twitter? Okay, I've seen tons of references to this. Is it making, like, fun of, like, mocking those, like, people who are obsessed with grinding? Essentially, in in a sense like that, yeah. Because there was a tweet, I think it was last year or the year before, where a dude asked, would you rather... I think it was either a million or a hundred thousand. I can't remember. But would you rather a lump sum of money or spend a day with Jay Z at brunch? And so many people were trying to take the brunch idea because like, oh, if I get brunch with Jay Z, I'm gonna level up in my life and he's gonna give me so much game and tips that I'm gonna be a way better person to make way more money than the lump sum that you're getting. <laughs> So they were just essentially saying that they're going to grind so much and be so much more knowledgeable yeah. in order to get their lives on track. And it's like, bro, Jay-Z could literally just come to brunch with you and not say a word, and you wouldn't get anything. Like, what the fuck are you talking That's about? That's exactly what it is, too. I've been to, like, those networking dinners and, like, stuff, too. It's like, half of it is just, like, those people don't want to fucking spend a time with you. Everyone thinks they're Jordan Belfort and Wolf of Wall Street when you're really some broke-ass nigga who works at the bodega. <laughs> It's like, yo, just take the money. Like, there was one this week, too, where it was like, would you rather a million dollars, 
uh, 50-50 for $200 million, um, three years with a famous celebrity of your choice, and I can't remember what the fourth option was. But people were saying that they'd rather take the three years with the... <laughs> With the celebrity to to get game from them, I'm like, bro, a million dollars is right there in your grasp. Yeah. You wouldn't take that. Like, <laughs> the average American makes forty thousand dollars a year. Why wouldn't you just take the a mill and then like live your life? Yeah, go fucking meet an investment person too, and fucking actually get games that are fucking falling around Tiger. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could, and it was it was a mill cash. You're not getting taxed. But you could literally just put that mill in your bank account and then live off of the amount of interest you'd get from it. Yeah, you'd get like 40 grand interest a year. Yeah, like why wouldn't you just do that? Because people are not mad. America, last time, they're so obsessed with this idea that they're all temporary broke people and they're going to be millionaires. And so you have all these people like, honestly, like a lot of the answers, I think a lot of people like who are like kid college kids who still live at home are like, oh, I take that time with like Jay-Z. It's like if you're like 28 and actually been poor for five years, there's no way. You're going, yeah, like a lunch with Jay-Z when you could have a million dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, what is your guarantee with a lunch with Jay-Z, too? No. Like, there's no guarantee whatsoever. And it's not like most people's ideas. Yo, Jay, how did, how did you make Rock Nation? How could I make my own? Like, Yeah, Jesus. And most people's ideas are bad. Like, he'll probably just roll his eyes at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like, you can literally like, think you're the dumbest person on the planet, and then, then you just had brunch and wasted it. Yeah, and like, <laughs> imagine explaining that to, like, your wife who's at home, like, fucking, you guys are struggling up minimum wage. Can you explain that situation? <laughs> well, I obviously took the dinner with Jay-Z. Like, our child doesn't need diapers to eat. Fucking I'm on my way to stardom. Yeah. Like, the, the, the best they would get out of it is... An Instagram photo and a caption. Yeah, you could fucking couple hundred. And they would front. They'd be like making moves. Yeah, but you can do that anyways, man. People like, you don't even need to pay money. Just follow, find those people coming out of the mall. Yeah. So. This, is, this, this reminds me of the, the Zayad the activist kid on Twitter who, oh. <laughs> who is out there preaching the good word to the people. Um, and by good word, I mean a whole lot of nonsense. Cause the clip that I saw of him talking just had absolutely nothing to say. Like he was saying words that sounded good and he was delivering them in a manner where like you might fall for it if you, if you didn't know better. But when you listen to the actual message, it's just a load of bullshit. It, it's just, it's liberal word salad. Like that's all it was. Like, but it's just buzzwords that you hear on Twitter a hundred times and like all those, it's like, those like live up laugh in a human being form like it's just brutal and he's going it was just like so painful and cringy to cringy to watch like at least with like gary v and those guys i'm like i can see the appeal and that but like this kid was so painful man like and so awkward to watch he was like he's caught he's he was copying hassan minaj or whatever he's from netflix like a really good comedian with yeah. the show and he kind of talks with his hands, but he's a really like poignant speaker. And it's so obvious he just saw another brown guy who was like trying to like, <laughs> it's like me like watching Martin Luther King videos and then like and then speaking like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I too had a dream. Like <laughs> boom me off stage. That guy's Oh man. For this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We <laughs> will save the lives of American people. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even remember the speeches. But oh, yeah, so, it's just so painful to watch. It's like, anyway, yeah, if you're listening, go watch it. We live in times characterized by polarization. I don't need to name names of candidates, of parties, of movements for you to know that all around the world, we are seeing the rise 
of ideologies that seek to divide. We are seeing the propagation of narratives that use us versus them for the political agenda and gain of a few, but pit good people against one another. But you see, the thing is, us versus them only works, is only legitimate when the us and the them are separable. But what if we start asking them how they are, who they are? It's super cringy. But. Yeah, I think his name is Zayed, the activist. Um, he's also pushing people to, to vote for Joe Biden. Like, I hate the whole idea of like bullying people into voting a certain way. Like, that never works for one and two. It's like, it's called the right to vote. So it's like that is that person's right. You shouldn't be trying to force them into an idea that you think is going to be more beneficial for the people. Like, it's insane how much like the American people preach freedom, but then at the same time try and limit and restrict people's freedoms. Like, it's such a what is it? Conundrum? Not conundrum. Um, I get the point. Oxymoron, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, No, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so painful to watch, man. Like, what? I don't know if I'm getting older, but, like, what does this, like, he's the son of a, like, big-time banker, got into Yale off some bullshit, and, like, just talks with, like, a word salad, and nothing he says means anything. And he's telling me how to vote. Like, this guy has zero life experience. <laughs> I sound like a fucking boomer conservative, but what does this kid know? Like, no, it's facts though. Like he has, it doesn't look like he's really lived through much hardship anyway. Yeah, he's not saying anything. It's so, oh man. Well, okay, go, when we're done though, you gotta go watch Hassan Minaj because he's really good. But you can, it even makes it even more painful watching this kid because it's so obvious that he's just like copying him. All right. I'll, I'll check out one of his videos. I've, I've seen one of his shows before, but I didn't like, I haven't like really followed him up on that. Yeah, no, there's a bunch of good segments on, like, bullshit, too. It's, like, HBO, though, so we can go in. Like, it's the best of, like, informative, but not being, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, if it's mainstream, like, on NBC and stuff, you wouldn't say half that shit. True. That's bad. Anyways. On to some music front. Uh, Today, Division dropped their album. Um, Not sure what it's titled, actually. But they happen to drop. They are a group from Toronto signed to Drake's OVO label. And the baby also dropped as well, too. Um, Wait, baby dropped an album again? Yep, he dropped another album. Oh, man. The baby better be careful. He's like prime for oversaturation. He, he's not even prime. This is oversaturation. Like, I know, but it like. He's especially like, with us being in quarantine and not wanting to listen to music. Yeah. No, I know, but just what his style especially, though, makes it, like, it's just already so repetitive and stuff that, like, it's just, I think it's a bad look for him more so than, say, Migos or something was dropping the same amount, or, actually, Migos might be a bad example, but some artists could drop this much and it wouldn't be, like, I don't know, just, I think it's a really bad idea for Baby's brand. Whispers were saying that there are some songs where he does do stuff differently, so he's not sticking to that exact same flow. But I 100% agree with you. Like, from how much we've heard from him in the past two years, because he's dropped, what, two, well, essentially three albums in two years, I think it is. Yeah. And the last one wasn't that long ago, like, his last album. Yeah, his debut was, like, 20, 
early 2019 or late 2018. Then he dropped 2019, and then now he's back again. And it wasn't like he dropped like late 2019. And he's also been on every feature. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of features like as well he was too. Just on a Drake and little Yachty song, like and like. Which to- was a good verse. Like I don't mind. Yeah, no, the things verses individually aren't even bad, but like when it all starts like melt into one sound and it's just everywhere and doesn't like you stop getting your hype for it because you know that you can already imagine it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can already know what it's going to sound like before you even like hear his verse. So I think, um, I don't know, but also you can't blame him too. get the bag now while you can and get as much money as you can. So streaming is going down though. So there's, it's like what bag is there for him to be getting and he's not touring. So there's also less of a bag there as well too. Like they're not, he's not making his money. Off of the ways that he could oh, yeah. potentially yeah. make his money. Worrying, I forgot about. Yeah, and he's just, he's a relatively new artist. It's not like he's uh, established in the game. Yeah, he had a big hit and stuff like that, but I don't see him getting huge numbers off of this during a time where people aren't really checking for new music as much, and you're not going touring either where you can make a lot more money off of the album that you just dropped. Yeah. No, I agree, but I guess... We'll see. I mean, if I'm him, I would have just stayed in the lane of doing the features and just keeping it at that. Because you don't need, there was no need for him to drop this. Like, I, I think, I think part of the yeah. reason why he dropped it was because of the fact that, like, I know he's been going through legal issues. Like, he's still battling some of those. So maybe he thought, oh, let me get some, some revenue coming in from that because he's not doing anything right now. But I just think, yeah, like you said, it's too much of a saturation from his one sound that, like, I don't even want to, I don't, honestly, I didn't really check for Kirk, his last album, and this one I definitely don't want to really listen to either now. I checked so. Kirk, and it was good to do, like, it was like, I have like four or five songs that are still good, like, the album wasn't bad at all, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely like OD'd on Little Baby, like, this time last year, I was always checking out his verses, and now, like, you couldn't bother me with that. Yeah. And then Future has dropped all his mixtapes on streaming services. Um, it's something he started doing last year as well, too. But the way that Future's been doing it, I feel like he's probably done it the best out of all the artists who, like, have re-released their music. Because Future not only, he not only puts up the album, but, like, he refines it to the way where all the songs are mixed and mastered. Like, one of my biggest gripes with, um, with Beast Mode, the first one, was the fact that, like, it wasn't really mixed that well. So when you're listening to your headphones, like, a lot of the songs are, like, super low and, like, the quality's a little bit outdated. So, like, when you go back to it, it's kind of hard to listen. Um, something similar to, like, Wayne, too. Like, Wayne's old mixtapes, because of the era that we were in, like, we, they didn't have access to the same sound qualities that we do now. Um, so if someone was able to update his shit, that would be incredible. But that's one thing that, like, was a huge gripe of me listening to Beast Mode. But now that it's on streaming services, like, he's updated the sound quality of it, um, and it sounds way better. So he's put Beast Mode out. He's put Purple Rain out, came out today. Uh, 56 Nights is up there. And then Monster was put out last year as well, too. And then on top of that, he also adds, like, an additional song that wasn't on the mixtape. Like, Purple Rain has News or Something, which was just a throwaway track that he threw out, like, two years ago. Yeah. And, like, now he's made it an official song on this mixtape. So it's a pretty dope idea, and I like the way that he's gone about it. Yeah, he's definitely doing it well. And, like, man, Purple Rain low-key is my favorite future project, like, mixtape. Honestly, it's up there for me, too. I think out of, like, the mixtapes, I'd put it, like, one or two, to be honest. Yeah, no, like that. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I don't know. I, I like associated with like a good time and everything. It just like slapped. I just remember it was when I first, the very first time I moved to Toronto. Yeah, that album dropped, 
And I was like, yeah, like, it just, it's my song. So, no, that's my, I really like that. It was 2016. 2016 was a great year for music. Yeah. Like, all the major artists dropped, like, their, some of their best shits ever. Was that the same time? That year was the same time he dropped, um, the uh, Drake and one, him, like, the, their, like, first project together. Um, I feel like that came out late, either that was late 2015, because it came out in September, so I'm not sure if it was 2015 or 2016. Yeah, it was 2015, I think. Okay, yeah, so it was September 2015, I think. Um, but yeah, it was just like on a run, because he also dropped that, and then I think he dropped, uh, he did drop a project that year too, though. Maybe it was DS2? Hold on, I'm just looking it up real quick. Freaking Dark Souls. Also, that fucking that's which one is on the Purple Rain? Um, everyone sampled that song. The Black did. I can hear my ex calling. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I I had the name with me in my head too. Is Uh, it Purple Rain? No, right. So good, man. That beat, like one of the great challenges. (laughs) Anyway. What the hell are you listening to? <laughs> you know, the grassy Tyson. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah, Future has this really, has really good rollouts for remastered and like older stuff too. I think, uh, he's probably done it the best. Yeah, and it's something that like when Drake dropped Care Package, like that's what I was hoping he would do. I thought he would update the sound of those songs. Cause, like I'm already, I like, I already have the original version of those sounds. I would have liked an updated, like better sounding version. On streaming services, but yeah, here is uh here is here is Future's run in terms of music. So July seventeenth was DS two in twenty fifteen, and then he dropped What a Time to Be Alive in September, and then Purple Rain came out in January of twenty sixteen, I believe. Yeah, like so that's just like re incredible projects. Yeah, that's a pretty heavy run there too, and like good time, man, a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy when you think back to that. Like 2016 was just a simpler time. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, one of the best years for music. Um, another artist who had a really good dropping, uh, Playboy Cardi. Did you listen to the new song? Is it At Meh? Is that what it's called? Or what? At Me? I think it's called At Me, but it's just like spelt Meh. Oh, yeah, I just assumed it was Meh. I was like, bold move. That's what I thought at first, too. I was like, bold move calling your song meh. (laughs) That's what what I thought. And then I saw Uzi saying just meh, and I was just like, whoa, what? Is this like a diss? Because apparently the streets are saying they have a little bit of a beef going on. Um, But yeah, I was confused. I was like, you're saying at meh? But then I realized that he's saying at me. He just puts H at the end of me for a reason. Um, He dropped the song yesterday. And I don't know, I, I, I thought it was all right off of the first listen, but I didn't think it was great. Like, it's, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting from Playboy Cardi. Um, he sounded a lot more like Young Thug at times with what he's doing with his vocal, with his vocal cords and stuff. And then the beat was really a little Uzi Vert-esque. Like, I, it sounded like something that came off of, uh, Eternal Take or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, which in my head kind of lended me to thinking that they did have, a little bit of a beef going um, on top of all the other stuff that Uzi had tweeted in the past. Like <clears throat> he put out a cryptic tweet. Uzi put out a cryptic tweet not too long ago saying, if he drop, I'm a drop again, which fans thought was saying, 
if Playboy Cardi was to drop his album, Uzi would have dropped his third album right after just to like spite him and do different numbers. Um, and then, like I said earlier, when Uzi posted the just meh in support of him, I thought that at first I read that as, oh, like, is he saying that the song is like just meh to him? But yeah. apparently not. Um, and then, yeah, someone had actually added Uzi and said, are you guys beefing? And then he replied that he's not beefing. Um, but then he also tweeted yesterday that he just tweeted something saying Monday, which fans took as they're putting uh, a project together, like both of them, and they were going to be releasing it sometime next week, which would be insane if they did that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I would always welcome new music from those guys. So, <laughs> Like off the run that Uzi has just had with his two albums, like for him to do a collab with – with Playboy Cardi, and if it's really good, like that would be a huge like W for him in this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I look forward to it. I like Especially for how much I trashed him in the past. <laughs> Why? Because for not putting out music? Yeah, for not putting out music, for being in a terrible label situation. Um, and yeah, just like like me thinking that, well, I mean, he, he did seem like he was fearful of putting out a second project because of the fact that uh, he blew up off of his first song, and it just didn't seem to me that he like knew how to build that sort of hype going towards the second one. Uh, but I guess this actually worked out for him for the best, for him take being silent and keeping his fans away from music for so long. Yeah, he's a. I don't know. Yeah, he. I mean, he's official. Like he's up in the upper echelons of like rap, which I didn't think would be true. Like four years after he started dropping music, so. Yeah. So was. So was Cardi, too. Like, he did 1.2 million likes on his post of, like, that song that was coming out. Yeah. And I was like, there's that many people who, like, fuck with Cardi like that? Like, I didn't realize how big of a draw he's... Yeah, he's, dude, I, I just see oh. it on Twitter and stuff. He has a huge fan base and stuff, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, I like his music come and go, but I'm not, like, a huge... I prefer Uzi over Cardi, but... I can see his appeal, but it sounds a little too much. Those ad-libs... <laughs> Are like okay, but after a while, like wait, 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 yeah, like it's like baby boys and stuff, but it's whatever. Um, honestly, honestly, I'm a huge fan of Playboy. You are? Yeah, like huge. Like I, I liked, I liked um that first song that he dropped where where it blew up. Um, oh my god, my memory's terrible right now. I can't remember what it's called right now, but that huge song that everyone was rapping back in 2017 or whatever. Uh, I, Magnolia? Yeah, Magnolia. Thank you. I yeah. really fucked with that. That was a huge song. Um, and then, like, his first album was, like, all right to me. But Die Lit was, like, super good to me. Like, I didn't Die really Lit like Die Lit so... when I first heard it. What? I didn't really like Die Lit when I first heard it. But then afterwards, like, I just fell in love with the album. I'm like, this is so fucking good. Uh, Shooter with Little Uzi was, like, my favorite song. Yeah, that shit was... Astronomical. Yeah, like the verb dun, 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 oh, goes in. <laughs> Makes you feel like you're out of the wor- out of this world when you listen to that shit. Yeah, like I, that was my like workout song, like when I'd run and stuff, and like it just ah, uh, like I would literally just listen to it like five times over for the whole run. <laughs> Little Uzi's verse goes in, man. Yeah, they both they both snapped on it. that. That's actually one of like the the best tracks off that album. Oh yeah, for sure. And he had a couple other ones. He had the one I think with Cheap Keep was good. Like yeah, Cheap Keep verse was really good. Yeah. Um, the Nicki verse uh, is super underrated as well too. Yeah, poke yeah. it out. That's like one of my favorite songs um, off that album. And then like, yeah, 
Nikki smashed that shit out of the park. Also, quickly, you know, okay, you know who's, I know he gets shit, but you know who is, like, actually is, like, super popular is, uh, Little Mosey. Is he really, though? He is, man. He does not, like, he makes catchy music, like, as fuck. Like, he's been, and it's been, like, four years around now where he's, like, dropping videos that do, like, 30, 40 million. Like, he's low-key, like, one of the more popular people that came out of, remember how he got, like, destroyed on the, that, um, Freshman Cypher? Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna go with it right know, after you said that. that. I was like, <laughs> the guy stuck around, man. Like, he's like, his other, his, he has a new song, or like, they just dropped a video with him, and it's actually really good too. Like, it's just super catchy. Like, he's not like Little Uzi Levels or like any of those guys, but he's made like a career for himself. Little weird light skin looking guy. <laughs> what the song's gonna look like? Yeah, I know, fuck, man. <laughs> Ew, uh, yeah, after that double XL freshman freestyle, I was like, there's no chance I'm ever going to be checking for this kid's music. Like, that's not happening. And it, I, I don't mind some of the littles. Like, some of them are actually pretty dope. Like, uh, Little Skies is dope. Like, he actually puts out really good music as well, too. But I feel like he's super underrated. Like, not too many people talk about him in terms of, like, the, the little he has, rappers. He has his own little, like, he does, like, he has his own, like, hardcore fan base. Yeah. So, and, like, but, yeah, lots of people, he's not, like, on the mainstream, but... Like, but Bozy, fuck no, I'm not checking for that shit. I, like, I mean, it, okay, if the song's actually that good, send it to me and maybe I'll listen to it. But okay, I'll send it to you. I mean, it's not even. It's just like it's it's like a hit. Like he got uh, Cole Bennett to do it. It's already got 40 million and like it just catchy as fuck. Um, also, too though, have you heard this? Me and Bo were talking about a bit the um, the kid La- Lori or whatever that little white kid. No, I haven't. So he honestly. Check out his music. Like, it's, like, how does he spell his name? It's, like, Kid, and then L-A, or L-A-R-O-I. And he was, like, being mentored by Juice World and, like, a bunch of people. He's, like, a little white kid from Australia, but he makes, like, kind of SoundCloud music. But it's actually really, really good. And, like, he's actually talented as shit. So uh, I'm calling that that he's going to kind of have a come up. Um, so watch for that. Jack Harlow. Like, like a little white kid from Australia. You can do, like, the sat, like, do that, like, Juice World type sound, so you know he's gonna blow. <laughs> well, come on, you know. Post Malone 2.0. Uh, yeah, kind of, man. He has like a good harmonizing voice and shit, and like actually he's had like some insightful lyrics and shit. So it's not bad, but yeah, it looks like a little fucking 15 year old white kid. So. <laughs> but uh, Cole Bennett did one of his songs, and it's blowing up too. So, dog, is anyone working harder than Cole Bennett right no, now? No, <laughs> bro, this guy like it's snapping with all these videos. He what? The young Chris Jenner. Oh. <laughs> oh man, this has to start a family now. Yeah, like no, he gets like he brands everything. He's like he's tight with every artist. Like it's yeah. insane, and like, bro, like that guy's gonna come. Obviously, Bo's obsessed with him. Fucking like all the white kids love <laughs> that guy, man. Yeah, like, that's who he idolizes. Living their dream. He's living every fucking. Well, yeah. Didn't person. he just didn't he just start from like DMing artists and shit like that? Yeah, like, I don't think yeah. Like, like, he, he, he had really creative videos when he started and shit. Like, it's, he's, like, a talented guy, but he yeah. works insanely hard, too. And, like, it's just, like, very outgoing and, like, all, like, good for him. But he also has clout because, like, he's, like, the hero to every fucking 20-year-old white kid. Who, <laughs> like, rap. He's in photography. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, running around. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Bo. He wants to. They're a Canadian, uh... <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Cole Bennett. So shout out to you, Bo, bitch. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, is that it for music? 
Well, I mean, there's the Kanye said he's gonna vote for Trump shit. Okay, that's, that's, well, that's is this that's, what 2016? Like we already had. That's music ask. Yeah, I know. It's not really that big of a surprise. Find a new slant, Kanye. Go find a what? New slant. <laughs> well, he he's following the same model because he just he announced that and then he just dropped his uh, Yeezy slides today, which look fucking terrible. But you know right. the hype beasts are gonna buy it anyways. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. to be fair, a lot of Kanye stuff that he drops is like ugly as shit at first, and then it grows on you. I would say, for, in terms of clothing, yes. I think his shoes are dope. I think his shoes look really good. We're getting lots of hate when they first dropped. Um, I think that's because he came out with like the 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 terrible colors for them, though. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. Like, man, I fuck with Kanye's fashion. Like, I I trust him. <laughs> I trusted him. Trust it, or you still trust? I still trust, man. So, like, you're not going to bat 100. He still has, like, like tons of stuff still flames. And, like, he started a movement in so much of, like, the fa- like the current fashion and stuff, too. Do you support him? Uh, his, his his clothing, yes. <laughs> man, I have to, from one bipolar nigga to another, too. Like, I can't, like, I feel obligated to, like, because I see, <laughs> I see that, like, mental illness look in Kanye's eye. Like, I know exactly that. I've seen it in my family. I've seen everything. So it's so hard for me not to ride for him because he's, like, obviously, like, a musical genius. And then, you know, he's just, like, something's off in his head. But I will always empathize with him. The way you love Trump, I love Yeezy. Whoa, whoa, relax. I don't love Trump, bro. Oh, no one loves Trump as much as me. Let's let's not throw this narrative out there. The blacks for Trump. (laughs) You see the video I sent you about all those, uh... All the black people saying that they roll for Trump because he got twelve because they got twelve hundred from him. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. The first one killed me. He's like, "Yo, Trump gave me more money than my father has ever done in my lifetime." <laughs> yeah, but you see people hate government handouts. Other times, like, it's dude, wild. all those okay, all those people are bullshitting, yo. All those people are like, "Oh, I hate go- hate government handouts." They all need them now, and they're all like, "Oh, I love getting this check." So yeah, like, no, it's good. They hate other people getting them. So yeah. They hate fucking minorities getting them. They hate, like, people who don't, they see as not deserving to get them. But, like, when it's them, they need it. Yeah, like, literally all the, all the people backtracked on it. Like, uh, what's her name? Not what's her name. There's some dude who has, who follow who's, like, political. And, like, he always bashes that shit. But then as soon as the money came out, he's like, oh, yeah, like, when are we getting our checks and shit? Oh, I'm dude, like, that's, like, all like, the- bro, you just, you completely 180'd on your point. I'm like all the like um rural like white dudes hate like government handouts, but the biggest like like farming in America is subsidized like for like billions, and you know the same guys who call like people, like black women welfare queens, but like take money for their businesses and their bailouts and shit like that. So hypocrisy is insanity, but what are you gonna do? So where we living? Also, last one, quick music one. It's weird that like um. Division and like Magic Jordan or whatever, none of them either. I really thought some of them would be like have a bigger fan base. Yeah, but they don't get promoted as much though. That's the thing with signing with OVO. You're like you're gonna be in the spot. You're gonna be in the. You're not sorry. You're not gonna be in the spotlight. You're gonna be in the shadow of Drake the but entire I, time. Like, you're not even tr- like I don't know, but no, because you still have other guys who like. I don't know. I, there's I don't, no one. There's no one on OVO that's blown up from being on I, OVO. I don't know. How much? No, but I still thought they'd be bigger. Like, at least, like, part, like, they only did, like, 15, 16, like, they did low numbers for their albums. Like, they have a strong little fan base, but 
I don't even think it's all Drake. Like, I guess, I think some musicians are just okay being like where they're at. Yeah, that could be it too. Cause it's been enough years that they could have made a move if they thought they were gonna like get, or at least complain, you know what I mean? But they're still with OVO and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be it. They definitely could be just happy with the position that they're in. But I also feel like a lot of them write and do other musical stuff on the same t- at the same time too, so. Oh, for sure. They're making money and like traveling the world and stuff, but like I just thought, like they were doing those sounds before like Bryson Tiller and all those guys like, um, blew up too, like the same kind of sound in that and all these other R&B guys in the States passed them. Yeah. But they're doing that sound like five, six years ago. I would say it just comes down to like the lack of support and like promotion. Like you have the biggest artist in the world and like it doesn't seem like he does much. Like Drake, whenever those guys drop, Drake just drops like a retweet or like posts something on IG and that's it. Yeah, but if, I don't know. I feel with those guys, they don't do enough on their own either though. Like, like I said, they could be content with where they are. I know a lot of people would. Yeah. Uh, so we don't, we don't really, really know what's going on, but I just feel like they haven't done that much themselves either. Like I get having difficulties with album with your label and stuff, but like, I don't know. They just kind of make music and keep it moving. True. Which you got to respect to a degree. Yeah. I, yeah. I really haven't heard much from Magic Jordan in a while either. And I really, I like their last album was really good too. So I'm surprised yeah, that they haven't be been bigger by now. But yeah. anyways, we got to keep moving, but yeah, we got to, we got to talk about Dr. Phil and Dr. Yeah. Phil. The Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz. Because both these guys went on Fox News to discuss uh, why we should get back to normal and why the economy should be should be stimulated again and why we should get back to doing what we were doing before the coronavirus hit. Um, they both took different approaches but came to the same conclusion. Um, <laughs> Doctor Oz's was, was the less was less of the crazier idea. Um, his was saying that like we should allow. Well, he at first he quoted that he'd read something where it said that we should allow kids to go back to school because if we allow them to go back, the rate of mortality is only two to three percent risk. Um, despite like nobody wants kids to die or people to die, but he was saying you might want to take that risk to send them back to school <laughs> and allow us allow the rest of us to get on with our lives essentially. Um, Dr. Phils was on the crazier front because he went out and said that the shutdown uh, needs to end. We don't take these measures for anything else in life, such as uh, car accidents. Like, we don't shut down the highway just because there's a high rate of car accidents. Uh, we allow people to smoke cigarettes despite there being a huge mortality rate with cigarettes. And we don't shut down pools for having 300... Sorry, 3,500 deaths. No, but he said 3,600 and didn't correct himself. So he put that news out there. So he said 3,600. Well, he, he, okay, he's old though. So he could have just been. That's just a been... huge difference, first of all. <laughs> like, more like. Yeah, but okay, but like, it's, it's more the point of what he said though, because no one's going to be like, oh, like, there's 360,000. Let's shut down these pools. Like, no one's going to do that either but, way. It's been okay, but we've, what, we're, we've seen like 60,000 deaths in America now? And, and, it's only been three months. Like you're comparing like all these like ridiculous things, like the growth of the disease in, is, is insane. If it's not regulated, like it's just not, it's not comparable at all. Like, yeah, they're two, they're two definitely different aspects. Like, it's insane. It's just, I, I don't, I feel like I'm losing my mind. People can just get on TV and be like, yeah, this is it. 
Like, I'm going to go, like, while out and just there's not people around and be like, what the fuck are you doing? All right, so who, who like, <laughs> who's, who's take? <laughs> Was worse? Yeah. Dr. Phil's. Because, I mean, Dr. Oz just put it, like, lots of people, like, have put it as in, like, we need to go out there and, like, live our lives like where he really lost people is the the death part. Like obviously that's insinuating. Honestly, that's why I think the Oz's might be crazier though. Even though like when I first said it, I was like, oh, okay, this is, it doesn't sound as bad. But when I think about it, like Phil just said that we don't do these things, so we should get back to normal. But Oz is like, yo, <laughs> only two to three percent death rate. Let's take our chances on that more yeah. <laughs> more so than the. Uh, more so than the virus itself. Like he's like, yo, your kids' lives need to be put at the risk for the for the benefit of America. Well, like, if that was true, then like, dude, like, can you imagine like you go to school with, like a thousand people, like fourteen of your classmates are just dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like the numbers would be like it's so bizarre. Like they're just like, oh yeah, well, just part of the game, you know? Like there'll be casualties. <laughs> like okay, we just let a bunch of like high school kids die for the sake of getting back the economy. It just is what it is. But the funniest part to me is when he's like, um, we need to get these kids to like, uh, live their lives, like get them back on track to living their lives, to living their lives and being productive members of society. Like I'm paraphrasing here. He didn't actually yeah, say yeah. He said, he said something along the lines of them being productive during this time. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about yeah. right now? Epidemic and they're 14. Like what is fucking like? <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's wild. You have these, like, and obviously you have, like, like, how do you, like, how does anyone be like, this is a good idea? Like, neither of these people are, like, real doctors. Like, one's a TV doctor and the other's not even a real doctor anymore. Like, he's a therapist. Well, Oz, I'm pretty sure Oz is actually still a doctor. Yeah, he is. He's a surgeon, though, and, like, he's been very compromised by brands and, like, everything. Um, He has a very shady medical past, though. This isn't the first time he's... um, propped up like wacko science and bullshit science. Oh, does he? I, I didn't know about yeah, that. I know, yeah. I know. He goes on the show and like tells people like that they can lose weight by eating like a certain berry. Like he always promotes those like um, pyramid scheme shit and stuff too. Those mid multi. Oh yeah. For his show, for sure. Yeah. But but, the show's like a little bit different than him, his actual practice though. Yeah, maybe like, I, like, but the thing is like, it's just risky. You're going on TV with a bunch of, like, millions of idiots watching you and being like, oh, yeah, I can, like, cure my, like, pancreatic cancer by eating bananas? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a lot of people will, will definitely follow. But yeah. that's the thing that I've realized, not realized, but, like, as we know, like, the Internet and people have just shown how stupid they are in general. Like, the average person is not the smartest person. Yeah, no. This essential oil is the worst one for me. People thinking, like, that smell can cure cancer and shit. People, it's, like, ridiculous. And people shouldn't, people should never have taken Dr. Phil seriously, though. Cause yeah, like, he's, no. he's just a therapist. Like, he's not actually a doctor. So I don't even know, like, like you were saying earlier, like, they shouldn't even have had him on these segments. Like, his show goes <laughs> completely against what, like, therapy should be. Like, he takes someone who's fucked up and puts them on national TV so millions of people can watch. Like, therapy's supposed to be this intimate, private, like, secure, kept between, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's all, it's, it's all entertainment it's what now. It's supposed to be, like, it's insane. It's, like, the entertainment, and, like, you, you get an hour out there, and, like, you're not going to fix anything, and, like, it just, it's fucking nuts. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, since, since we're on this topic, have you seen Black, uh, Bad Baby? Oh, I almost said Black Baby, because 
Oh yeah, where where she's black fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even touching that one, man. Dude, there's a new video where people are where people are like killing her because like I think someone on the internet had said that she she's starting to wear like fake hair and fake weaves to make herself look more obviously more black. So like her hair is more curly or whatever, right? So they're saying that she's like wearing weaves. And in this video, she's like, where the fuck am I wearing a weave? And like she starts yanking the back of her hair to show that like it's real. But like you can see her neck moving. <laughs> so at the same time, people are confused. They're like, okay, so are you wearing a weave or is that your actual hair? And she's like flipping out on the video too. She's like, don't nobody want to be black, blah, blah, blah. And I started dying because I'm like, yo, the fact that she said that don't nobody want to be black, like, I knew what she meant. Like, she wasn't, she said that she doesn't want to, like, pretend to be black. But the yeah. way she said it, I'm like, why you say it like that? No, let that girl live her life. Holy shit. What do you mean, let her live her life? She's 16, leave, leave Bad Babby alone. Leave her alone. It's a black baby now. Black, black, black. I don't even know. Just leave the. Yo, okay. There's a couple songs where she goes in though. Oh too. my god, man. What, man? I will 100% vouch for this girl. Yo, she can flow harder than like lots of the rappers. She didn't even. She didn't write any of it. Doesn't matter. Flow is bad. She goes in. Who are you, academics? Yes, I. I will honestly. There's some songs. Uh oh. Hello. Yeah, I can still hear you, man. Yeah, there's some songs that she goes off, okay? Like, leave her alone. Oh, my God. She has a song with um, Tory Lanez, too, that was pretty hard. I think I remember hearing a little bit of it, but, like, I don't remember, like, adding or, like, listening to the entire thing. Yeah. She, I'm surprised she hasn't been impregnated <laughs> by NBA Youngboy yet. Hasn't been what? Impregnated. <laughs> Yo, they would have the two. Yo, he's selective, man. He doesn't. He doesn't just go wherever, wherever he wants. <laughs> he methodically chooses. I, I, really, I don't think anyone with nine kids at the age of twenty <laughs> methodically chooses anything. Okay. Yo, is that how many he has? Does he have nine? Really? I don't know. He has something stupid. He has a lot, though. I know he has a lot. Yeah, like <laughs> how many kids does young boy NBA have? Yeah, I'm googling that too. Oh, he's got four. Four, four, four. Dude, that's a lot at twenty years like, old. Yeah, and like all those were like before he was like seventeen, eighteen. Like insanity. Yeah, four kids. Jesus that, fuck. That, that's a hand for taking care of him though. So. Yeah, I, I guess so. Let's not jump to conclusions. That's the best I can. <laughs> He's on house arrest twenty four seven too. So. Um. But yeah. Anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Phil. Out. Yeah. I mean, Vancouver's on the same level too. They don't wanna they wanna end the lockdown. Hey, do not speak <laughs> for my city like that. Hey like, man, you're still wilding like, out there, bro. It was like 30, 40 idiots who were out there. Dan Dix is his name. Yeah, yeah. And like it was wild. I, I, man, if I was out there I'd be throwing hands. <laughs> But then you probably catch it from from throwing hands with them. That's fine. I'm not afraid to get it. But like, I don't know, man. Shit like that pisses me off. Like, cause my mom is like vulnerable and she has to leave like to do shit still because of like appointments and that. And you just have these more. Like, my mom would die in a second if she got that. Like, and then you have these idiots who are out there doing it and like spreading it. Like, obviously, I'm gonna like, I, like it just annoying and pisses me off. It's the like, liberation, liberation mentality, man. 
People don't like being told what to do explicitly. Okay. If you tell someone they can't do something, they're going to want to do it. It's part of living in a society, though. Like, if you don't like it, don't use the roads. Don't use, like, the things, like, you have to contribute and you have to, like, find a middle ground. And that's protecting everyone. These people are just selfish. Or they just don't want to be controlled, man. They're skeptical of the government, bro. Yeah, which is fair. But, like, when your skepticism is even more stupid, like. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, at this point, we know it's real and it's, like, really affecting people. Just, like. Just comply for this one time, bro. You don't got to be some activist hero in this situation. And they don't give a fuck. Cause like, like you said, you can't trust the government. The government's done tons of terrible shit, mainly to minorities and natives and stuff here. And as soon as you impede the rights of some white people, just like even a tiny bit, it's they're freaking about their freedom, but they don't care about like anyone else. They don't like they don't truly care about like a corrupt government. They just care about like the stupidest, dumbest conspiracy bullshit. Like if you're gonna be about that life. And be about that life. I'll I'll give them props on this, though. They are able to rally quite well. Getting real sick of this guy's devil's advocate. (laughs) (laughs) Middle class white people. Just what you can't you can't give them props on them being able to rally together. (laughs) No, man, it's not hard. Like I can, okay, dude, I can easily be a cult leader. I can start any of this shit. But I have a moral compass that like anyone <laughs> that's not special. Like you're the loudest of the idiots. Like you're the king idiot. That's what you are. It's the same as those flat earther people. Like I could join that cult as well. I could fucking be leading that. I could be on YouTube videos being like spouting nonsense. We all know the like what you have to do and the pattern to do it. Just most of them yeah, yeah, yeah. dignity and pride. Like imagine being on Twitter and being the face. Like that guy's a clown. Like any workplace he's gonna go to, his coworker's gonna show this. Like people are gonna like perpetually make fun of him behind his back like he's a clown to like everyone in vancouver vancouver is a small city like that guy's gonna lose work and all this shit just because dan dicks king of the idiots fire kind of name though very very white guy dan dicks (laughs) danny dick is mad richard (laughs) i don't even think it's a richard uh acronym though no because his last name because his last name yeah it has an s at the end too fuck knows man vancouver's full of like granola bar eating foo-foos to like spell their kids like Michaela with like a Y and all that bullshit. So <laughs> it's like a city. It's like the city of like privilege. Oh man. I got to visit. It's beautiful. Again. Beautiful. One of I, people- I'm sorry. I've been there before. I'm sorry. I'm in again. I'm in again. Yeah. But when do you go? Wait, how old were you? Uh, young. So I wasn't able to like drink or anything. Yeah. Know. But like even like you got to do like, yeah, a bunch of shit. It's definitely a miss home, but there's lots of idiots there, too. Yeah, I was there when I was, like, 15. Uh, speaking of idiots, Twitter has sparked up a lot of debate. I mean, yo, have you seen ESPN these days? Mm, like, what, their shitty takes and stuff? No, just, well, yeah, that and, like, they have no content. Like, they're literally, they're literally just posting a whole bunch of bullshit either on the internet or, like, on their TV shows. They're discussing um, the greatest of all times between, like, Tom Brady and, like, Jordan and stuff, even when they play in different sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just can see their fucking, um, dude, like, the arguments even on, like, Twitter and stuff. Like, I've been seeing people, like, do um, highlights for, like, what's his name? Like, the most, like, average NBA players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, we're just desperate. So, I mean, I, I kind of sympathize. Andre Blatch, that's remember him? Yeah. I saw a highlight. I saw a highlight on Twitter with him, like his best of his career. That's crazy. Nico <laughs> made this. You psychopath. Uh, 
NBA debates are getting out of control. That's why I just yeah. like my that tweet. I'm just done, man. Some of the hot takes on Twitter about like better players and stuff like that is so. Yeah, annoying. I mean that's why I've I've eliminated myself from like partaking in NBA Twitter and stuff like that because a lot of people don't a lot of people don't do the research on what they want to say. They just like they just find things that are gonna like fill their narratives and then they respew them and build their cases off of that. And it's such a headache because all they do is just like. Oh, like this guy's better for this reason, and the reason's not even that good. It's not even like a valid reason. Like, yeah, I know. And like, you see so many insane takes too, and you're just like, the mental gymnastics you have to do is just absolutely frustrating. Yeah, the biggest one now is like them saying who's better, Jordan or or LeBron, which I mean has always been a big yeah, thing, but, a thing. But more people got time on their hands. Yeah, now more people are like taking it to a whole another level. Like, I hate the whole idea that people are like, oh, like look at the defense that like. Jordan, I mean, that Jordan was facing, like, the defenders that he had to go up against. But at the same time, too, it's like, the, the league was way different back then. Like, you, yeah. you could literally, like, punch someone in the face and get away with it. Like, today, you can't, like, you can't even breathe on a player without them calling a foul on a superstar and stuff like that. So, it's, just, it's a completely different era. I think yeah. part of what sparked it was, like, uh, Bill Lambeer came out and said that he would choose, uh, LeBron. LeBron. As the GOAT. Yeah, but he hated Jordan. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> this, this is the guy who's, like, most petty about Jordan. Yeah. All so the people are so petty about that shit. Like, so, so it's, like, obviously he's going to have that take. Like, Well, it's because, that like, the different in, like, difference in eras makes it so easy for anyone to, like, construct their narrative to sound – you know what I mean? Like, any, like, give me a day and I can present an equally, like, good narrative or, like, debate for, like – either player, like, of different generations. It's so easy to, like, change it one way. So it's that's one of the most annoying arguments for me on Twitter and stuff. Like, what, you want motherfuckers to have a time machine? Like, we don't know. But, like, some of the arguments are so, like, ridiculous. Yeah. You you would never you would never f- figure out who's necessarily going to be better than the other player. But I will say that with what Jordan did have to play against and him going 6-0 and and all his stats and stuff like that, I still have him as the GOAT. Yeah, like, but also, like, the fact that, like, the league wasn't even a three-point league back then and he was putting up, like, numbers, like, 33 a season and stuff like that is insane. Like, that's a crazy amount of scoring. For sure. But, okay, one of the things, though, I don't like, like, Jordan, I feel like just, but, like, what's the difference between losing in the finals and losing the Eastern Conference? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, LeBron lost in the finals a lot. But, like, Jordan did all his losing in, like, before. Like, he couldn't get past I the- think, I think, yeah, I think the the change is the is the mentality. Like, that's how I would defend that, personally. Like, the mentality was that, like, once Jordan got to the finals, he wasn't going to lose no matter what. Whereas if you lose beforehand, yes, it's not the same. Like, obviously, getting to the finals is is better. But we've seen time and time again, like, LeBron kind of, like, quit on his team in the finals type thing. Yeah. So that's why people would say would take that because if okay let, let let's say LeBron put like those kinds of numbers like consistently and like it looked like he was always trying to take over and win those games it would be, he wouldn't have that narrative of uh, oh he got to the finals and lost whatever six times um, but we've seen him be passive in times yeah but like so I, I, I think guess that's like, where like, people are like oh like but yeah but like also like Jordan lost to like. 20-year-old Shaq and Penny, and, like, he, Jordan, like, kind of, like, shit the bed sometimes against Detroit before they finally beat them and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people wouldn't take, I, I think when it comes to right now, because people haven't seen it, they wouldn't take that into account either. Like, we're in the era where, like, the internet's in our generation. I mean, if it was in 
Jordan's generation, I think he'd probably get roasted for that. Oh but, man, like this, this Jordan movie, like we'll just talk about like, yo, if that social media was around when Jordan was doing all that shit, it'd be wild. That's the thing. That's why I'm like, okay, with this documentary that comes out on Sunday, I, like I was saying before, I think it comes down to two, two um, aspects on why he tweeted out, oh, you guys are going to think I'm a terrible person and him getting ahead of it. Because I think it could be shown two ways. It could be either shown one way where, yes, he does look bad, but like we still rock with him because he's Jordan. And it's like, oh, like some of the stuff he did, people are going to be like, oh, that's like some gangsta ass shit. Cause like I just seen a clip, uh, not a clip. I just saw a, a tweet recently where it was like Jordan went into um, the Houston Rockets. Uh, what do you call it? One of the Houston yeah, Rockets change room. room? Yeah, locker room. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, uh, you better lace them up tight because this is gonna be this. You're gonna be working like all night or something yeah. like that." And, and then he ended up dropping sixty that night. Yo, have you seen though? People are replacing the players and like doing like copy and paste. I saw one. I saw one with Van Vliet. And yes, I, I, was dying. I was dying, man. Imagine Van Vliet walking in there with a the curry and stuff. I was like, "That's so funny." But yeah, no, I mean, I guess so. But like, it was not even the shit talking. Like, he's still obviously like a boss. But Jordan was like, obviously, like he was a like borderline gambling alcoholic, like during his. Yeah. Prom. But see, that's the thing because of how wild we live in now. Like, I feel like that's gonna either be like praised or like, like the only way he's gonna look bad in my eyes or like in the eyes of like most people. Is if he does something that's like towards someone who's like defenseless, like children or like what? women or something like that. What's that but fuck them kids though, like <laughs> like all those like stories around him too, and like he has so yeah, many, but like, even that's funny though. Like we still laugh at that shit though. It's not even like we're like oh like yeah he's he, he's like an absolute monster. Sure. Like, I think it's like that shit. because we can see the idea of looking up to athletes is so ridiculous, like expecting them to be these like moral crusaders yeah. humans and pieces of shit and stuff like other people. They're just good at a sport and stuff too. So I think a lot of people can let go of that and just like see the humor in it on Twitter, which is like a lot of Twitter. You'll have a lot of people like laughing about it. But then you also have like the moral authority people who are like, that makes him worse than LeBron because LeBron loves the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. That this is like, that's what I'm saying. The only reason, the only way that it's going to come off poorly is if like he's doing crazy stuff to like women, to, women to be honest. <laughs> I know, but like we'll see. But then you have people, you have all the talking heads. People try to flip shit into that. Like I've seen people make the debate that LeBron's better because he's more of a family man. So yeah, that's a, like that has nothing to do with it. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but Jordan shit's always been so funny. What's it? Have you heard the one with the what? chameleonaire? Chameleonaire. Yeah. That, that one kills me every time. Yo. That's gonna be the documentary, I think. <laughs> I can't believe that story. Like I remember hearing that story like ten years ago. And then it just kept blowing up, and like then after like Twitter got popular, it came around again. Yo, imagine that's the whole documentary, though. Yeah. It's not even about Jordan, it's just yeah. a millionaire trying to get that one moment. Yeah. No. Oh man. What? What was? Was it no niggas? Like what was? It? He he said. Uh. Oh, I thought it was like nigga please or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember. It was something like I don't know. It's too long a story, but yeah, it's super really funny. But yeah, you there? Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking it up. I was trying to see if it. Uh, I've looked it up too, but it's too much. If to someone look. had a quick quote on what he said. Oh man. Uh. Oh 
Oh yeah, he said no nigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm no niggas. Oh shit. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's gonna boost Jordan's brand. Even though he tweeted that out, I feel like we're a lot of it's gonna yeah. be like it's gonna be so memeable. I feel like this is gonna be such a huge memeable thing. And like now that we all have time, like everyone's gonna be tuning into this. This is going to replace, like, our sports, essentially, so... Yeah, I mean, like, lots of us, like, people love the cutthroat, like, Kobe, like, Wolf of Wall Street type, like, things, too. So people just idolize it more. Yeah. Um, as well. Like, Jordan's untouchable at this point. Yeah, the one thing I hope for is that uh, when we do get out of quarantine, that, like, we stop idolizing celebrities as much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I hope that this becomes a thing, man, because Jesus... That will not happen. That will never happen. Like, have you seen academics on Twitter? No, why? The amount of times he, like, sucks off artists is, like, insane. Like, anything having to do with Drake, 6ix9ine, or, um... Shout out to 6ix9ine, come back, baby! Shut the fuck up. Or, uh... Fuck, there's another artist where he really likes them a lot, too, and... and Uzi, Uzi, Uzi. Like, yeah. anything to do with those three, like, he'll literally just suck them off and, like, has... No remorse for what he's saying. Like, yeah, well, I mean, he's blew up off those guys. Like, he's so corny, man. I just don't like how corny he is. Like, shout out to him for getting to where he is and, like, finding his own lane. But, Jesus. Yeah. He is corny to no extent, bro. Out of all the people, I can't believe he, like, blew up as, like, a staple in the culture. And not even, like, a good one. Like, it's not even something I look up and it's like, oh, like, that's respectable. Like, Yeah, because he doesn't really have, like, he's not, like... He, has, he doesn't have integrity. That's yeah, he doesn't have any talent. Like, like, there's, like, at least, like, guys like Skip Bayless and stuff are, like, clowns, but apparently they were really good, like, journalists and writers at one point. Yeah. Like, know why they got to where it is. And, like, like academics is just, like, some fat idiot. Like, <laughs> like, like what does he, like, you know what I mean? I can't even see the appeal. Like, for some people we hate, you can still see the appeal, like, understand how they yeah, grew yeah. up. But for academics, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. All right, on that note, we will end episode 52. Um, I do have a shout-out real quick. Uh, shout-outs to Vidi. She is someone who's been following the podcast quite a bit. Uh, she reaches out to both me and Gabe, which is dope. Um, funny enough, I actually like saw her before the shutdown happened. I saw her in, uh, at the Apple Store when I was returning my phone or like to get – no, so return my earphones – um, and so she helped me replace them. But, like, I didn't know that that was her until, like, she added me on Instagram afterwards and told me. Um, yeah, all the all the feedback, uh, definitely, like, I it was nice to get, like, she's definitely someone who's helped out a lot, gave, like, ideas and stuff. Yeah, she like, came up with the Indefensible Opinions title for yeah, and like Indefensible Opinions, so. And anyone who compliments us and uh, bigs up our show, um, we appreciate, too. And, like, it's been nice. Like I said, I said last episode, too, but it's, like, dope that people – like have just like listen and like people will just random like, yeah I've listened to like ten episodes and like you know what I mean I thought they just listened to one and stuff and so getting like feedback and that is cool so hopefully once the quarantine is all done we can um, expand on some stuff especially during quarantine too that's like hard to listen yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard to listen to everything yeah it's true yeah I've been yeah, I've been trying to listen to like other podcasts I listen to and like even those like it's got to be during like certain sessions that I'm listening to so shout out to y'all for for rocking with us. And yeah, I hope I pronounced your name right, Vidi, by the way. But yeah. Uh, there is my shout out. That'll do it for episode 52. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming plot- 
platforms. <laughs> That's Stitcher, also, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. What do you want to say? Also, have you guys, like, so I always get, like, once a week now, like, I get someone messaging me out, like, for, like, podcast tips, because, like, when people want to start their own. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I've had that, too. I've have had you got, like, people, like, where they edit and, like, stuff? Like, every week, someone, like, so it's weird to be, like, oh, like, people come to to you or me for advice and stuff, too. Um so, I mean, it's appreciated. I honestly, like, I like helping people and just, like, giving my ideas and stuff, too. Yeah, I've had a couple people be like, yo, how do you start your podcast? How do you get them on a, to these platforms? Um, where do you start out and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, I actually got this um this one – I got this new app, though, too, that I want to start messing around with. I'll talk to you about it off the show. But, yeah, um, shout out to all that. And we don't mind helping or bouncing up ideas. So let us know. Yeah. That'll do it. All right, all right. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.